Eat, drink, smoke, the snack size edition when you need just a little something to tide you over. Tony Katz, along with April D. Gregory and Fingers Malloy at Blend Bar Cigar in Indianapolis, Indiana, the only place to be. This is this isn't political correctness gone too far. This is sensitivity gone too far, and it's time for people to stop. Know your place and know that you don't know everything. And just because something sounds a bit strange to you, maybe you should ask the question of if it sounds strange to somebody else. This is a story out of St. Louis, and it has to do with a uh, host on uh, public radio uh, in St. Louis, a guy by the name of Don Marsh. He is a guy who is 80, and he is doing a show, and one of the people he has on the show is a woman by the name of Karen Foss, who is a, a, a TV anchor in St. Louis. She's 75. And um, before the interview, when they said hello to each other, great to see you, what the guy, Marsh, said to the woman Foss is, you look great, right? I told her she looked great is exactly uh, what he said. The woman, Karen Foss, wasn't offended by it. She's quoted as saying, as a woman who has long argued uh, for the equitable treatment of women, I'm highly alert to sexism and discrimination, and I sensed absolutely none of that in his greeting. She had no problem with it because she knows it's a common way, her words, for those of us who are aged to greet each other. You look great, meaning you're alive, meaning that you're healthy, meaning you can still walk, you can still do all of these things. So she had no problem with it. But there was a producer who complained about his greeting. Somebody else complained about it. So the next thing you know, this host is called into a meeting, asked about it. He, he quits on the spot. He resigns on the spot. I want to fire the producer. This wasn't about you. This wasn't about sexism. This... Two people who were in their 80s or, or near octogenarians, octogenarians, hey, look, I did it, um, say hello to each other. What are, you, what are you getting involved for? You can't You're, say you look great to somebody? Everyone's looking for a reason to be offended. And it wasn't even said to them. You were in the room. Shut your mouth. It has nothing to do with you. I want to fire this woman. I don't know if the producer's a woman. I don't know if they're male or female. I don't know. I'm st- this is one of the sicker uglier stories. Of course you can tell someone they look great. You should do it. Except this guy was like, I don't even want to be around it. That managers thought they should ask the question. I want to, I want to put their feet to the fire as well. No? Don't you feel like there's more to this story? And, and not more to the story as far as uh, what he did was inappropriate because I think we all should be able to agree that it wasn't inappropriate. But don't you think, as someone who's been in radio for a while, that whoever runs this NPR station maybe wanted him out anyway? Because it seems to me, if this is a guy that's been on NPR for decades and was someone who uh, was a staple of the station and someone that uh, was the go-to guy at the station, they would have said, hold on a second, you know what? You're right. I'm going to go have a talk with that former producer, and he's out of here. Because producers can come and go, but you get some on-air talent that's been around for a long time that's a valued member of the team, that's harder to come by. It almost makes you feel like they were okay with him quitting on the spot. Now, maybe I'm too harsh. You don't fire the producer. You're like, hey, that's, there's nothing wrong with that. You've got you've to not be so sensitive. 
You have to not be so sensitive. But here's how the, the host, Marsh, tells the story. That he gets called into this meeting with two managers in which one of them brings this up and says, we want to put this behind us. And he says to the managers, are you basically saying what I did was wrong? And the manager supposedly made like a kind of like shaking motion with his hand saying, like it's right on the edge. And so Marsh said, that's it, I'm done. And, and he was finished. I, I, I don't know the dude. I don't know his politics on public, public radio, assuming he, he may disagree with me on, on a host of, of things. I, I, I want this guy in the air. This guy's my hero. Absolutely. I'm not putting up with this nonsense. You're all pathetic. Now, maybe he gave them exactly what they, what they did want. They had needed a way to get the 80-year-old out, and I think he should sue for ageism. Yeah. I only hope that he does to, 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 to fight back. This is the ugly, ugly stuff. April. It's wrong to say someone to, to say to you, you look great? No, that, that would be great if people said that to me. <laughs> <laughs> Here, let me try it. Let if, me try it. Let me see how it goes. Okay. Let me see how it goes. Fingers, you look great. Thanks. Wow, that, that did work. Good. That's good advice, April. It's good. Don't look at me like no, that. No, if you say you look great and grab somebody's butt, there's the problem. What if you say you look great and then you get behind that person, rub their shoulders, and start sniffing their hair? Ah. Oh. Well, that was okay until last month. Oh, right. Okay. Well, no, no, no. No, no, no. Joe Biden, it was never okay to sniff somebody's hair. It's that people... Now, you want to talk about where, like, the hypocrisy in media is? People on the political right... We're not, we're not asking anybody's politics here. People on the political right have been talking about Joe Biden being a creeper for a decade, April. Yeah. For a decade. He has been doing this and inappropriate, and it's just been odd. Flat out odd. But now that he's running for president, Bernie Sanders or whoever else wanted to kneecap him. The other candidates were more than thrilled to get a guy out who's clearly going to be the front runner. And they took their shot. And media was happy to kind of kind of pile on to, to, to an extent. Some people defended it. So they're now defending the creepy behavior. Can't you just say, yeah, you shouldn't, shouldn't be sniffing people's hair from behind. Let's move on. Because that's all you need to do. That It doesn't need to be this big, big deal thing. So I think people were always bothered by it. But there's nothing wrong with saying, hey, you look great. No, nothing at all. You want more people to say that to you? Absolutely. Just randomly down the street? Yes. Right. What, what can it take the, the, the shape of? Can it take, uh, hey, you look great today. Yeah, that's perfect. Um, now, some people, they go further than that and make it creepy. Okay. But anybody can just say, hey, you look great today. So I want to know what the line is. That makes people feel good about themselves if you say, hey, you look great. All right. So let's go, let's go down the line. Okay. Uh, hey, you look great. That's okay. That's okay. That's Love one, that shirt. That's welcomed. That too. That's good. Shoes look terrific. Yeah. Damn, girl. That can be iffy. Nice really? can. It depends who who's who the messenger is. Nice cans. Oh, you see. <laughs> <laughs> nice cans. Um, honestly, that that one's over the line. Mm-hmm. That one's over. The, but you know what? It depends on who the messenger is, and that is always, always, always the answer. Yep. Because it, if the hot guy hits on you, you love it. If the yep. ugly guy hits on you, you're complaining to HR, you're right. and that's where it's ridiculous. You're and what's right. even more ridiculous about it is this wasn't a situation where the person who was being complimented complained. This was someone witnessing the whole thing, and that person complained about it. Yeah, that's what's so bizarre about. And, this I, story. and I don't know their age. I don't know anything about them. But I guarantee you, they uh, they didn't know a single thing about these people, didn't know about their history, just decided that they had their virtue. And it was so offensive to them that how could it not be offensive to everybody else? Well, and this is the person that's going to cause problems for everybody else down the road. They're, this behavior is going to keep up. Yeah. That producer is going to keep acting like that. And 
you know. Boy, it really makes you want to send in your resume to that local NPR station to, to get in, involved in that work environment. It's, it is just nuts. By the way, two other, uh, um, I, I don't know if other people um, resigned uh, because of it. Uh, the show's producer has actually been filling in since this guy left. So I, mean, I don't know if it was the same producer who did the complaining uh-huh. to get the, I'm to telling get the you, gig or not. More, there's yeah, more there's to more, this story. Right. There's more than we know to the story. I, now, it seems to me if you had a program director at that station who loved this cat, okay, he would have been like, he, A, the conversation never would have taken place to begin with, and it would have put that producer in his or her place. This feels like a situation, and I look, I don't know the details. I don't know what's going on at that station internally, but as an outsider, to me, it looks like maybe it's time to get rid of the 80-year-old guy. Let, let's, let's find a way. Yeah, find a way. And they found a way. We are at Blend Bar Cigar, Indianapolis, Indiana. They're in Indianapolis. They are in Pittsburgh. They are in Houston. They are in Nashville. Any of those cities, stop by. Tell them you heard the Eat, Drink, Smoke podcast, and that's why you are there, blendbarcigar.com. And thanks to our sponsor, Fanimation. Beautiful, beautiful ceiling fans for your business or for your home, for the bedroom, for the living room, for the dining room. Things that you will not find anywhere else. You will find online at Fanimation.com. Check them out. The incredible work and craftsmanship that they have. The unbelievable selection and in your price point. Fanimation is where to go for fans that are going to make your house look amazing and feel amazing as well. And whisper quiet. Fanimation.com. Fanimation.com. Dot com. One more quick story, uh, Fingers Malloy, as we engage. We're drinking the Johnny Walker Special Edition for Game of Thrones White Walker Blended Scotch Whiskey. Very, very fruity. Uh, they refer to it as red fruits or, or red berries. I almost say it's a, a Fruit Loop kind of feel. April doesn't think it's that sweet, but it's definitely sweeter as opposed to maybe a richer fruit feel. It is served chilled, and you will love it. And it, this can get you into a lot of trouble because you can do multiples. Multiples of this fingers. We we had Hold that. On, I'm going to finish this. Excuse me. Continue. We had that Hennessy Ooh. a few weeks ago that was fruity as well. This isn't nearly as sweet as that Hennessy was, but there's definitely a, a, a fruit, a light fruit flavor to it. Different. It's a very different. I would say that the Hennessy was 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 fruit or more. I think it was pear, wasn't it? They said it was, I thought it was a little more citrus in 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 its feels. How I would have described it. So this is a little more fruit to, to me to that cereal kind of thing or maybe that juice box kind of, it's that kind of, of fruity and please not overwhelming uh, but, but to that kind of level and we're smoking the Diamond Crown Maximus uh, Pyramid uh, Cigar this is a full bodied cigar Dominican uh, through and, 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 and through it's, it's a strong cigar now as a pyramid right so it tapers to, to an end it's not my favorite design of cigar but I do like to try everything um, it sometimes has some draw issues. We found with this one it has had some draw issues. Uh, you can you can solve that, right? Draw meaning that in the inhales, you're bringing it in to toast the palate. It's it's a little difficult to do. Um, that could do with how maybe these were wrapped. Uh, you Because uh, that's if they're wrapped too tight, you'll create that. If you massage this cigar, roll it back and forth between your thumb and your forefinger, uh, you can loosen it up a little bit in those tight areas. Just feel it up <laughs> uh, all the way uh, up, and you can... Uh, um, you can find the areas that might seem a little tight to you or a little more packed and then just kind of massage that a little bit and then you can open up uh, some airways and, oh. and make the draw work. I, I just felt it snap. Did you? And now it, it's drawing great. Okay. It's, just it's, from doing what you said to roll it between your fingers. Right. That's all you got to do. Don't don't immediately think that the cigar is bunk and, and, and dump it out there. 
Um, one other quick thing, and by the way, find everything on Facebook, Eat, Drink, Smoke, Facebook.com uh, slash uh, Eat, Drink, Smoke. They are actively looking for a host to replace uh, Alex Trebek on Jeopardy. This is so sad. Right? Dude, stage four? Pancreatic? Oh, my God. Yeah. It's, it's brutal. It's, I, man, not, I hope he beats it, but it's no, Pancreatic. It's, it's Steve Jobs. I mean, it's just it's, it's just so difficult yeah. uh, to treat and, and, and to beat, and it is horrible. Um, I dream of hosting a game show. Like, if I could figure out how to create a game show here in Indianapolis, I would do it. I would do it in a heartbeat. I would love to in a way. Oh, is it the dream come true? I got asked uh, the other day, would I give up radio to host a game show? And the answer is, depends on the game show. It really, that's how much I want to do it. It just, it just seems like so much, so much. Jeopardy is not the show, though. I was going to say, so what's the dream game show? Uh, of, of ones today. We're not going to make up a game show right now. Oh, no, no, no. Of, 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 of all of them that have of existed. Of all time, yeah. Uh, match game. Match game is the one that I, w- I want to do. That Alec Baldwin does that show makes me sad. Uh, and I would actually see if you could calm down on the, um, on the uh, wh- what's the word when you're, you're suggestive, right, su- the, the sexually suggestive stuff. And I would try and get a little more wit uh, in, in, into the game. I would want that with uh, Family Feud as well. But Family Feud is built on the uh, sexual innuendo. Innuendo is the word I was looking for. Totally built on that. Match game is the game is the show that I want to do. Like Jeopardy, I can't, I'm trying to think of who the right host for that would be, and I remember that that Trebek had like two people in mind that he thought, and one of them was this woman I I don't know anything about. She's like, I don't know how I got into this conversation, but oh my god, thank you and yes please, <laughs> right? Um, I think you got to go with somebody you've never heard of before. I think you're going to what you do is you get someone that you're preparing, uh, to, you're setting them up for failure. Because they're going to compare him to Alex Trebek. I, the, the, you know, the Drew Carries of the world stepping right in and taking off after a legend like Bob Barker. It's usually few and far between. That's why there were like 20 hosts of Family Feud. Right. Uh, to me, I could see them, that Ken Jennings guy who's, a, you know, no, in, insufferable no. On, no. On, uh, on social media. Uh, it's got to be someone dry. You know, I, I can't see someone uh, overly... Uh, animated because Alex Trebek is so serious when he's you know hosting that show but you know he has a sense of humor and you believe in him so Ken Jennings was a longtime winner on Jeopardy if you follow his Twitter account he is so angry in his politics he's very hard left and he's so viciously nasty angry you don't want anything to to do with the dude so I don't think it's going to be that kind of guy I do think you just got to find somebody who is um, has the ability to, to be relatable but you believe that he actually knows the answer even if even if he had never gotten the, the the answer put in front of him, right? So I do think that you don't go to anybody who's known. You go more the unknown so, route. So you're saying Keith Oberman is not going to be the next host of Jeopardy? <sighs> that he still has a job. That Keith Oberman still gets paid is just absolutely stunning. T- to me, going back to the, the discussion, the discussion about what game show would be a great one to host, I would pick the Newlywed Game. Oh, see, that now that a, show's all about the innuendo. Right. I'm fine with that. You know what I'd pick? What? Love Connection. You'd be Chuck Woolery. Yeah. That's that's not bad. Now, isn't there a new one of those, by the way, like a new version of Love Connection? Yeah, Wasn't but Wasn't Andy dumb. Cohen? I don't know. Who hosted that? The guy from Bravo? I thought that was him. I would like to do Family Feud, too, but old Family Feud, not the new, you know, it's kind of cheap now because everybody's been the host. Well, I, what I don't like about Family Feud is that everybody's told, okay, wear the same color. You got to wear some... It's all reds or all blue, and they, everyone looks ridiculous. Just 
No, because when you're on TV, it's better to be in a solid color. So yeah, but it's like almost the family's wearing a uniform. They look they look ridiculous. But but love connection's a good one. Yeah, love connection is a good one. But I think they tried that again. So I think you got a ways to go. Things have to be like old school. I mean, obviously, maybe Price is Right would be the gold standard. Right. Oh, just to play Plinko all day. Yeah. That's all I'm looking to do with my life. And and Drew Carey really has done a solid job stepping in for for, for Bob Barker, I think. He's probably, as far as, like, continuing on or remakes, Mm -hmm. he's he's done the best with... And he's going to have that job for as long as he wants. Yeah. They're not going to replace him. That's Fingers Malloy on Facebook, Fingers Malloy Radio, April D. Gregory on Twitter, April D. uh, Gregory. Thanks to Fanimation, fanimation Fanimation.com. Thanks to Blend Bar Cigar. It is the Johnny Walker White Walker. Go check that out. Somewhere between $40 and $80 a bottle where you can get it. The Diamond Crowd Maximus is the cigar somewhere between 20 and 30 bucks is where you're going to find that as well find me on facebook tony katz radio that's where you find everything and don't forget to subscribe on itunes eat drink smoke five-star review write the review too you gotta write the review you gotta do this on itunes eat drink smoke that's where you find it eat drink smoke snack size edition